So I began going to the bathroom multiple times before leaving the house, even when I didn't have to go. I began restricting food and water in an attempt to make it so that I didn't have to go to the bathroom. And with anywhere and everywhere I went, I always made sure that I knew where all the bathrooms were just in case. And when we traveled, I always made sure there were multiple bathrooms available wherever we stayed. And I always opted to be the driver or to go places alone so that I had more control just in case, you know, my biggest fear finally happened. Welcome to a Healthy Push podcast. I'm Shannon Jackson, former anxiety sufferer turned adventure mom and anxiety recovery coach. I struggled with anxiety, panic disorder, and agoraphobia for 15 years. And now I help people to push past the stuff that I used to struggle with. Each week, I'll be sharing real and honest conversations along with actionable and practical steps that you can take to help you push past your anxious thoughts, the symptoms, panic, and fears. Welcome. You're right where you're meant to be. Okay, so today I'm doing something that I often encourage you to do, and that's to be courageous. So today I'm going to talk to you about something that I hid from everyone in my life for years, and that's toilet anxiety. And I'm talking, I even hid this fear from my safe people, like my mom, my husband, and even my therapist for years. And honestly, I never thought I'd share this stuff with the people I'm closest with, never mind on a podcast with thousands of people listening, but I want to do this because I know that there are lots of people who are struggling with toilet anxiety, and I know how absolutely debilitating this fear is. So if you hit play on this episode because you're currently struggling with toilet anxiety, I'm so glad that you're listening because I don't want you to continue to feel alone or crazy. And I don't want you to continue to carry around a whole ton of shame and embarrassment with you every day. And I don't want you to feel like you have to keep this fear a secret. And I don't want you to feel like if you tell people that you have this fear, they're going to think any less of you or maybe completely abandon you. Instead, I want you to absolutely feel and know that you aren't alone. I want you to start letting go of some of the shame and embarrassment that you're holding on to. I want you to share this fear without believing that the people you love will think any less of you or walk away from you. I want you to feel and know that this fear doesn't have to continue to control you and that you can find freedom from it. And right now, I know you probably might feel like this fear is going to be with you for the rest of your life, but it doesn't have to be. This is absolutely something that you can overcome. Okay, let's jump in. So while toilet anxiety can mean a few different things, I'm going to specifically talk about the fear of being too far from a toilet, aka not being able to make it to a bathroom in time. And for some, this looks like the fear of not being able to make it to a bathroom in time and peeing their pants, while for others, it's the fear of pooping their pants, or it's a combination of both. And for me, it was mostly the fear of pooping my pants. So I developed this fear because most of my anxiety manifested in my stomach. So if I felt anxious, scared, or uncomfortable, I most usually was experiencing nausea, stomach cramps, or diarrhea, or all of them. It was the feeling of having butterflies in my stomach, but like times a thousand when I felt anxious. Everything would feel really uncomfortable and really unpredictable. 
And sometimes when I felt this way, my bowels felt extremely urgent. Like I'm talking, it wasn't a question of maybe I have to go to the bathroom. It was that I have to go to the bathroom right now. Where's the bathroom? And all of this happened even when I didn't feel anxious sometimes. Like no anxiety present. Sometimes it was just a thought that would pop into my head and the thought would send me into a spiral. Like, what if you get the urge to go and there isn't a bathroom nearby? And then I'd frantically start looking for bathrooms, even sometimes when I knew I didn't actually have to go right then. Or I'd feel a totally natural sensation in my stomach, right? Like my food was digesting, I had just eaten, and that would send me into a spiral of what if thoughts and the symptoms. And when the symptoms showed up, I felt like I had absolutely no control of what might happen next. And there wasn't one big event that started this all, at least not one that I can remember. But I also struggled a lot with driving anxiety, and I'm sure this is how this fear really ramped up for me. Like whether it was riding in cars or on public transportation, if I felt anxious and my stomach even felt the slightest bit off, it was game over. I would inevitably work myself up so much so that I'd convince myself that my biggest fear was going to happen. Like I wouldn't be able to escape and get out and get to a bathroom and I'd poop my pants. And likely it would all happen in front of people, right? And like for many others, this fear began to rear its head in all aspects of my life. It most often always popped up in places and in situations that I felt trapped in or that I convinced myself, right, I was trapped in. So places and situations that didn't have, you know, quote, easy outs where I could make it to a bathroom quickly or places where I didn't know where bathrooms were and especially places where bathrooms weren't existent. So for example, walking in nature or around cities was hard, being on trains, buses, boats, planes. Um, especially with other people present, like anywhere and everywhere, Um, being at work, especially in meetings, going into stores, going on dates, going on trips, like the list goes on and on. But then it began popping up even when bathrooms were nearby and even in places and situations that I had been in many times before. So I struggled with being in other people's houses I struggled with traveling, especially if the hotel room or the Airbnb only had one bathroom because, you know, what if somebody else was in the bathroom when I had to go? So for a long time, home was the only place where this fear didn't pop up. And when I would do things outside of my home, I began changing my actions and behaviors in an attempt to control this fear, like to prevent it from popping up. So I began going to the bathroom multiple times before leaving the house, even when I didn't have to go. I began restricting food and water in an attempt to make it so that I didn't have to go to the bathroom. And with anywhere and everywhere I went, I always made sure that I knew where all the bathrooms were just in case. And when we traveled, I always made sure there were multiple bathrooms available wherever we stayed. And I always opted to be the driver or to go places alone so that I had more control just in case, you know, my biggest fear finally happened. And this fear made me feel like I didn't have any control over my body, but I clung to control for all the just in cases. And yeah, you're probably wondering, so Shannon, did your biggest fear ever happen? And no, it never happened. But I worried about pooping my pants every single day for years. 
And it was so incredibly draining and frustrating and maddening. And in an effort to get answers, because I thought, like many people do, there's no way that this can just be anxiety. Like I got colonoscopies and EGDs and I tried making so many changes to my diet. I tried all the things, but all the testing and all the changes and the supplements and it never led anywhere. I continued to struggle with the thoughts, the symptoms, and the fears. And then in a therapy session, I remember telling myself, Shannon, you've got to talk about it. You can't hold this in anymore. What has holding this in done for you? So I remember looking at my therapist and I really didn't want to do it, but I told her my biggest fear. And I did it in a really roundabout way because, you know, I'm human. And even though I wanted to share it, like I knew I had to get it out, I still really didn't want to say the words out loud. And I remember her reaction being nothing that I had constructed in my head. Go figure, right? Like she was quiet and gentle and all she did was validate my fears and my experiences, which was hugely what I needed. But I remember sitting there and thinking, lady, I just told you this crazy fear that I've been holding on to for years and this is your response? Like this is all you got? And I don't know quite what I expected in that moment, but she clearly didn't meet my expectations. <laughs> and after a little bit of discussing all of it with her, she looked at me and she said something that I feared she might say. And I get emotional even saying this out loud. She said, Shannon, have you considered telling Adam what you just shared with me? And yeah, you can imagine what was going through my brain. <laughs> I felt like saying, okay, are you crazy? You're crazy. Like I just told you, a complete stranger, and that was really freaking hard. What makes you think that I'm going to turn around and tell my boyfriend, right? This person that... Who knows what their response will be? Like, they, they could just say, yeah, you're crazy, like, and, and walk away from me, right? But I knew she was right. I knew that I couldn't keep holding on to this fear. I had held on to it for far too long, and the weight of it was literally destroying me. And I needed to let go of some of the power that it was holding over me. So a few nights later... <laughs> I sat Adam down on the couch and I said, I got to tell you something. And we had been together for years, like we had been dating for years, but I had kept this from him for a long time. And I shared with him my biggest fear. And yep, again, I did it in a really roundabout way <laughs> because it was super uncomfortable. And like, I just, I didn't want to get the words out, but I did. And his response was so different from my therapist. He literally looked at me and he said, are you ready for this? Oh, Shannon, I've definitely pooped my pants in the car before. <laughs> you can imagine my reaction. Like, my mind was blown. My mind was blown because, one, my biggest fear had actually happened to Adam. Like, so that means this has probably happened to other people too, right? Like, interesting. And then two... He just told me that my biggest fear had happened to him so matter-of-factly. Like, it didn't even phase him, and it didn't even phase him to tell me. And then three, like, he wasn't phased at all by what I had shared with him. Like, he wasn't looking at me like I was crazy. He wasn't judging me. He didn't say anything, like, you know, atrocious. And we had a pretty good laugh. And I remember walking away from that conversation 
feeling a whole lot lighter. I remember feeling like maybe there's nothing so incredibly wrong with me after all. Like maybe this fear doesn't have to have such a tight grip over me. So here's the part where I want to share some really helpful insights and tips with you because I don't want you to continue to struggle with this fear. And I truly believe that you don't have to. I want to tell you about something that I recently discovered and I absolutely love, Branch Basics. I'm so excited to share this with you because Branch Basics offers non-toxic cleaning products that actually work. And this is something that I can get behind because I truly believe that toxins can negatively contribute to our physical and our mental health. And I'm a huge fan of ditching the toxins and living as naturally as possible. Because these products are non-toxic, fragrant-free, and pure, it really makes me feel safe and at peace with what I'm using inside of our home. And I use these products on everything. I'm talking countertops, laundry, floors, toilets, and even in the dishwasher. So if you're wanting to make the switch and toss the toxins, check out Branch Basics and use code A Healthy Push at checkout for 15% off. Or just grab the link in the show notes. Okay, so the first tip, you are allowed to be human and you're allowed to have irrational fears. I always like to start with this one because I think so often we hold ourselves to this incredibly high, unreasonable standard. Like we can't have fears and God forbid they're irrational or just plain silly. Guess what? We all have them. (laughs) We all have irrational, silly, outlandish fears. And we do because we're human. Like, I remember for years thinking, nobody else struggles with this fear. I am so crazy. What's wrong with me? And when I started this platform, A Healthy Push, and I shared this, I got hundreds of responses from people saying, wow, I cannot believe our stories are so similar. I struggle with this. And even now being recovered, Those messages made me cry because I thought for so long that nobody else carried around the fears that I did. I thought that I was so different. And turns out, I'm just human, like everybody else. (laughs) So often throughout life, we beat ourselves up for just being human. And doing this only makes our journey so much harder. So please, practice just letting yourself be human. And start practicing being more gentle with yourself. It's okay that you struggle with this fear right now. You aren't crazy or weird or broken. You're just human. And your relationship with anxiety needs a little fixing. And that can be fixed. But you don't need the fixing. And this fear that you have says nothing about you and who you are. You can worry about peeing or pooping yourself all day long and still be a beautiful human being who deserves all of the amazing things. So I promise you this, the more you give yourself permission to just be human and to have irrational fears, the less power these fears will have over you. Okay, number two, courage and vulnerability fights fear. 
And I can't emphasize this one enough. And I wish it's something that somebody would have shared with me back when I was struggling. So I want to say it again. Courage and vulnerability fights fear. Being courageous and speaking your fears out loud, being vulnerable and letting people see you, fears and all, like really see you, this is the stuff that helps to fight fear. So when Adam and I were talking about my fear, I remember him towards the end of the conversation looking at me and saying, Shannon, thinking about it, like I don't think it's weird and I think it makes sense how you develop this fear. And him saying that, I was like amazed that those words came out of his mouth (laughs) and they made me bawl my freaking eyes out because it was the first time that I realized that yes, it did make total sense how I developed this fear and it wasn't so crazy. Like I wasn't so crazy. I wasn't crazy at all. And the fact that somebody else could see that and share that with me And I wouldn't have gotten that had I not shared it. That's pretty amazing, right? Adam validated my fear and he did it in such a simple way. He was letting me be human when I wasn't letting myself be human. Right now, I want you to think of somebody that you love. What if they told you that they had this fear, right, of peeing or pooping their pants? What would your response to them be? Now work on having that same response with yourself. It's so, so freaking powerful. And act with courage and allow yourself to be vulnerable. It's hard, but doing these things will help you to do so many amazing things in life. All right, number three, it can be just anxiety. (laughs) This is a really important truth to recognize because we're often convinced that it's something more than anxiety, right? I used to think this all the time. There's no way these symptoms are just anxiety. Like maybe there's something wrong with my stomach. Maybe I have IBS or Crohn's or cancer or something else. Like I'm not kidding. I would go to the most catastrophic places. But the truth was I had so much stress in my life, which translated into anxiety And I unknowingly and knowingly did lots of things that led to the anxiety that I was experiencing. So instead of getting all the tests, making all the changes, and looking for solutions, I wish I would have just taken a step back and acknowledged that my mind and body are connected. And all around, I wasn't making the healthiest of actions that would support my mind and body. So it's so important to recognize that your mind and your body are connected. And if your mind is super overloaded, overwhelmed, and your body is constantly running on stress hormones, all of the sensations and symptoms you're experiencing can most definitely be just anxiety. So this all leads nicely into the next tip. Number four, there isn't one fix or solution to get rid of this fear. So often people come to me and they say, so Shannon, I know that you struggle with toilet anxiety. Like, how do I get rid of this fear of pooping or peeing my pants? And I wish it were as simple as me saying, do this and you'll be over it. But it's not. There isn't one fix or solution. You could try all the supplements, medications, methods that you want, but I truly believe that the magic lies in changing your relationship with anxiety and taking a serious look at your actions and behaviors and making healthy choices. 
So I know because I was constantly looking for ways to fix my stomach issues, but a lot of my stomach issues were actually caused by things that I had control of. So for example, the amount of stress I had on my plate, my response to my anxious thoughts, the symptoms, panic, and fears, my actions and behaviors in anxious moments, what I was putting into my body, whether or not I was getting enough sleep, and the list goes on and on. So I truly believe that you can't fix the toilet anxiety phobia if your response to your thoughts, the symptoms, panic, and fear is unhealthy. And you can't fix the toilet anxiety phobia if you aren't making healthy decisions. And you can't fix the toilet anxiety phobia if you're trying to force yourself to get rid of it and to be free of it. And my friend Hannah Elward says something that I really like, and it's that you can't heal your gut if you're constantly running on stress hormones. So in both of my online courses, Overcoming Driving Anxiety and Panic to Peace, I teach you how to create a healthy response and a healthy relationship with anxiety so that the symptoms, panic, and fears don't pop up. And this includes toilet anxiety. Because I truly believe that it's not about tackling specific symptoms or fears. It's more about looking at your whole relationship with anxiety and your response and creating a healthy relationship with it. Okay, the last one, tip number five, trying to control it will only heighten the fear. So this was a really hard lesson for me, but it was such an important one. And it's that in all the ways that I sought out, quote, safety and control, it only heightened and reinforced my fear and the anxiety that I was experiencing. And what I mean by this is, all the checking for bathrooms and going to the bathroom multiple times, especially when I didn't have to, right? And not listening to my bodily cues and restricting food and water and not going places or doing things unless a bathroom was nearby and not riding as a passenger and all of these things, they only heightened and reinforced the fear and the anxiety. So for you, it might look like some of this, but it might also be taking a laxative or bringing an extra pair of clothes with you or tying, you know, a sweatshirt or shirt around your waist just in case or bringing pads or diapers with you or simply not going anywhere or doing anything, right? Just in case. So I know it's hard, but you have to be very mindful of your actions and behaviors because they often contribute to your fear much more than you think they are. So these things that you think are keeping you safe and preventing this fear from actually happening are only keeping you stuck in this cycle of fear. Remember how we talked about courage being a good fighter of fear? Yeah, use it. Be courageous and start pushing back in healthy ways on some of these unhealthy actions and behaviors. And yes, it's going to be hard, but it's so, so incredibly worth it. Okay, so I hope that everything that I shared with you today has been really helpful. And I really, really want you to hear this. You won't struggle with this fear forever. I know that right now it might feel that way, but this is something that you can absolutely overcome. Years ago, I said goodbye to this fear after years of struggling with it, which I never thought would happen. It no longer haunts me or controls me or limits me. And I know that this might be hard to believe because trust me, I thought that I'd never be where I am today, but it's absolutely possible to find freedom from this fear. 
So if you'd like a little help in pushing past toilet anxiety, definitely check out my online courses and my one-on-one coaching. I'd love to help you find freedom from this fear. All right, my friend, until next time, keep taking healthy action. And before I end this episode, I want to mention that I'd really appreciate it if you shared this episode or any others with somebody who you feel could benefit from what I share here. You sharing these episodes is what helps me to reach and support others who need it. And if you have an extra minute in your day today, I'd also really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts. I read every single review and this too is what helps me to help more people to heal and overcome. I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Healthy Push. If you want more, head on over to ahealthypush.com for the show notes and lots more tips, tools, and inspiration that will support your recovery. And if you're hoping for me to cover a certain topic, be sure to join my Instagram community at A Healthy Push and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next.